Broadcasting live from the Vegas Video Network studios, just steps from the Las Vegas Strip, it's Talk Tales! And now our host, she's our very own kaleidoscope of talent! What? It's Kelly Clinton! control here in the studio today. Welcome to Talk Tales. I am your host, Kelly Clinton hyphen Holmes. <laughs> we're on the Vegas Video Network. You know when Chris used to host the show and there were like a few people in the crowd and he said his name, they would do this. <laughs> I want to know what happened from like, <laughs> Anyway, uh, this is a very exciting day. Um, because, actually I'm a little nervous, I am, I'm, I'm a little off my game right now because um, the person who is our guest, well we have two guests today first of all, um, but one of our guests is the gentleman who, whose place I took in a way, he can't really take his place, you know, I, I would take a major makeover for me, but, uh, which I'm willing to do by the way, but anyway, um, he hosted the show and I was actually a guest on the show when he was hosting. So we have entertainer, uh, let's see, I think he's a hairdresser too, I just found out. <laughs> I did, I just found out some stuff while we were chatting. Anyway, he's doing a, a wonderful show at the Red Rock. He's become kind of a legend in our town. They're getting ready to roast him. You don't get roasted in this town unless you're a big time, uh, you know, someone who everybody just loves and admires. So it's a compliment. You really want to know who the guest is, don't you? Yeah. Okay, I'll say it right now. Let me look at my notes. <laughs> Chris Phillips is here today. Zoe Bowie. Zoe Bowie. Zoe Bowie. And we also have, oh, look at him there on that. Wow, he's got more makeup on than I do, doesn't he? Look at that. What kind of eyeliner do you use? Anyway, also another guest is a world-renowned set designer, also producer, Mr. Andy Wamsley. Is here today. I mean, design the American Idol set, X Factor, who wants to be a millionaire, the biggest loser, it goes on and on and on. This is a big show. This is very exciting. So I'm not going to talk a whole lot today. I'm only going to talk about 20 minutes before we bring them on. <laughs> but I want you to meet our Talk Tales Orchestra. Mr. Kenny Davidson is back. <laughs> Bowtie Daddy. I kissed her and she kissed me. Yeah. Like a fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? That's a little tribute to Zoe Bowie, huh? Absolutely. He does a vintage show, uh, you know, kind of paying tribute to the Rat Pack days. Mm -hmm. And he also does like a hip hop kind of, do you know any hip hop stuff? My baby don't mess around me, cause you're not the man she knows what she wants. Stop. That's as hip hop as I That's get. That's like the AM version. <laughs> <laughs> My baby don't. Anyway, Kenny Davidson, we also call him Bowtie Daddy, and he is performing, headlining, where? At the Tuscany Hotel and Casino, Friday nights, 10 o'clock to 2 a.m. Each week you have a special every guest? Every Friday night I have a special guest every week, and the special guest this week, let me see my notes, I can't remember who it is. Oh, <laughs> it's Kelly Clinton Holmes. That I'm going to change my name to... Kelly Willie instead, like Zoe Bowie. Kelly Willie. All right, that went over big. All righty now. I also want you to beat, um, anyway, I will be there Friday night. 10 o'clock we start? 10 
I will be there at 10.45-ish. Perfect. Okay, now I'll be there at 10. <laughs> anyway, I also want you to meet the creator, the, the director, uh, the, the producer of Vegas Video Network. He has so many shows on the network. Happy to be a part of it. Mr. Scott Whitney is here. Hello, hey, Scott. Kelly. How are you? Scott, does it feel weird that you're having your, your I don't want to say old, but your old host <laughs> and your new host on the same show? Is it weird? It's, it, it's like a menage a trois. Oh, that's kind I of like weird. I like it. Makes me, he's, by the way, he continues to be a good kisser. Oh, no. This is so weird. This is so weird. Every, the show just completely stopped. And he always smells so good. He does smell good. He really and, does. And I found out that he cuts his own hair. Shocking! He does not. Yes. There's I no thought way. it was the garbage disposal. He got pulled down in there. Wow. <laughs> no, it's it's a work of art. He it's can't one be. Of the, the you great really cut wonders. your own hair, Chris? No he way. He does, he does, he does. We're gonna talk to him about that. It's like one of the great wonders of the world. It's like the Grand Canyon and stuff. It is. Anyway. Um, I'm so excited he's on the show, and we're going to get all into what it was like uh, before I took over the show. And I, I want to stay. I kind of feel guilty sometimes because Chris had Clint and I on the show. Do you remember that, Scott? I do. do you, I do. Uh, okay, you're so talkative today. Um, and I, we didn't know really a lot about the show, and, and he was just such a great host. You know, we, I remember at the end of the show we said, you're really, really good at this. Right, you know, and that's and why we kept him here. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I, I, I thought to myself, I've got to tell the producer and director how, how great he is. And they also said, when you're ready to get rid of this clown, I am totally available. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's not what happened. You, I don't know what happened. We're, we'll, maybe we'll find out today. I have a little oh, bit probably of a not. <laughs> I have a, a, a little a bit of a suspicion of what might have gone wrong. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, the show was basically built on your relationship, right, uh, Scott? Uh, with Chris? Yeah, because you guys were pals and you were Well, we, did, we had just met before we started the show. You're kidding. No. It wasn't, he didn't inspire the show with the cocktails and because he oh, likes Well, once we got together and started talking about it, the, uh, the genesis of the show was based upon his... Um, his drinking problem. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's so not nice. You handled that really well. That was good. I'm getting yeah. ready for the roast, you know? We're going to yeah, roast yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. So that, yeah it, that was part of it, sure. Absolutely. Well, I, I don't I'm know. I'm actually I very have... disappointed in you that you don't drink nearly as much as Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that terrible? He's like, drink, please drink, please drink. And, you know, there's so much more to it. There's liver disease in my family, but if you'd like me to drink, I will. Yes, I do. No All right, so I have to tell you about our exciting... <laughs> my husband's going, oh my God, <laughs> Lord have Again, the best husband in the world, Clint <laughs> Holmes, everybody. <laughs> I don't know how to take that, Scott. You're always saying what a saint he is and that he should get more money or whatever, like, because I'm so crazy. Because right? I've worked with you. You're, you're a rough trade, man. I, <laughs> I am a dream, right, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you my husband, dream. he just goes... You are, a, you are a lovely, lovely host. No, but I am. I'm not boring. And no. speaking of not boring, we were at an event this weekend, Clint and I. We were at uh, Keep Memory Alive, and the, the name of the event was Love, The Power of Love, and it was to raise money for the Lou Ruvo Brain Center. And they also, to raise money and to get all this attention, they also made it a birthday party for Quincy Jones. Does that ring a bell, Scott? I, yes. I didn't... Is he still here? Yes, no, I, all I remember is um, I wasn't invited. I know, but you know, you got to remember that, that we get invited to a lot of things because of a lot of the work that Clint does 
for our town. He did, he's always there to support lots of different charities, and this is one of them that he is a big part of. And, um, and then I just get to tag along. Yeah. But uh, also, it was Michael Caine's birthday, so do you know who was there? It was amazing. Chaka Khan. Chaka Khan. Uh, Chaka Khan. Stevie Wonder. I shook the hand of Stevie Wonder. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, uh, who else? Clint, we, Patty Austin. James, Herbie Hancock. James Ingram. You remember Patty Austin, James Ingram? The, How do you keep the music playing? That's perfect, Kenny. Nice. How <laughs> can you make? And then James Ingram with all those. I was like, let me just take my clothes off now. But nice. it, seemed, it seemed that on the red carpet, I turned around because I lost Clint for a second, and there he was with James Ingram was like massaging his shoulders. What? Should I be worried? No. Did, did Herbie Hancock play? Yes, he did. Play. Did he play Rocket? The, did he play what? Rocket. No, he did not play. Oh. They, they played, a, like, they did a whole jazz set. What did you do, Clint? Killer Joe oh, yeah. with uh, Tom Scott and some other amazing. Carlos, Carlo, oh yeah, Carlos Santana. I feel like I'm making all this up. I mean, it was like it was like the best dream of your life. Where so not a very good show. Not a lot of people. Yeah, there was no one there. There was only two thousand people there. It was so great, and they raised tons of money. And you know what else we did? We lived on the edge. Mm, what'd you do? Well, we were at a table that was, it wasn't far back, but it wasn't really close up, right? And we had this little troublemaker at our table. Her name was Dominique. And she said, you know, uh, there's a table up front that nobody's sitting at, and I think we should move. And of course, your uptight friend Kelly was like, no, that's wrong. I don't want to do that, because what if the people come? She said, there's a whole table. Come on, you're a big stick in the mud. And then she poured <laughs> alcohol down my throat. Oh. And then so, <laughs> You know what? Let's have her on the show. <laughs> Let's have her host the show. But anyway, we did move up, and, and on my way, I don't even know what I'm talking about right now. But You did it? Oh, good for you. Yeah, so we're, we're, yeah, I know. Well, we got the whole table to agree to do it, so then I felt less guilty. But on our way, we ran into Wayne Newton, my good uh, friend Wayne Newton. Let's hear it. Well, he said, it's so great to see you, Kelly. I think the four of us should get together right. Five, six, nine, twelve, dark and shit. Yeah. That's right, Kenny. All right. So anyway, it was an unbelievable evening. Do I have anything else to talk about, or do we have no I have. I have one question about the table, the first table you were yes. at. Any empty seats there? No, there were no empty <laughs> seats. <laughs> oh, you're saying you feel you feel uninvited. And That's I okay. So Don't worry bad. about me. Don't worry about me. You just got to start doing stuff for charity and stuff. <laughs> you got to go out there. You, hey, you gotta, like, being such a selfish ass, Scott. I know what you can do. Okay. You can come to the Sun Coast on June 1st <laughs> and film my one-woman show. I will, and I'll make a you a deal. Oh. And then, I and then will... I'll go to the Lou Robo thing because my brain will explode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will sometime give up my seat, and you and you could be Clint's date instead of me at one of these great events. Okay. All right, now the show's almost over, so I'm going to go to commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to uh, revisit the guy who was sitting in this chair. I, in fact, maybe I should move over. We're going to have Zoe Bowie, Chris Phillips, and then Andy Walmsley coming right up after this on Talk Tales. Three, two, one. One. Oh, I need to come up with something funny to oh, say. Geez. Three, two, one. Wow. <laughs> but the co-host. Really, you ha I have to say watch it. Well, we're, I'm doing. That's how you do it. You better really? watch it. There okay. you go. I got it. 
We? We're, we We are the Odds Couple. Hi, my name is Scott Pritchard. And I am Anthony Padilla. You're watching the Vegas Video Network. You are. You are, we are too. Welcome back to Talk Tales. I am your host, Kelly Clinton, hyphen Holmes. I am not Chris Phillips. <coughs> I am not the Hugh Hefner of the tanning salons. No, no, I'm not. But he's sitting right here there. The town is getting ready to do a major roast on Chris Phillips. All the comedians and all the entertainers are coming out uh, to honor this man, so to speak, or send him into counseling. Please say hello to your former Talk Tales host, Mr. Chris Phillips! <laughs> Wow! Oh my goodness. Welcome home, Chris. Well, Mrs. Clinton Holmes, <laughs> I have to say that I'm uh, first and foremost having to apologize to you and to those who are watching uh, simply because you're having to put up with my ridiculous voice that I lost this weekend for the first time in over 15 years. Got a little bit of allergies going uh, I on. did, and so I apologize. But I have to say I am so flattered and excited to be back here. And, you know, I... From the bottom of my heart, I, I want to thank both you and Scott for apparently forgetting about me over the last year that I haven't been asked. <laughs> oh, no, no, Chris, I was, you I guess were there's like... no one else in town. <laughs> He's roasting himself. Was Anthony Cools not available? <laughs> well, after you interviewed him the first time, he wouldn't come back. <laughs> was he your first guest? He was, was my he first, first guest. guest. I watched that interview and I thought it was wonderful. And you guys were drinking. Is that really? Is that, are you the Dean Martin of, of of Las Vegas, where you're you're pretending to drink? Maybe he drank before. Are you, are you pretending? Well, oh, the difference. There's my answer. Well, no. The difference between Dean Martin and I is that I pretend to entertain and really drink. So, <laughs> that's a true story. See, now you do what you're doing right now all the time. It's part of your shtick. No, I, you know what? I got to say something, though. This was based, as Scott pointed out, on being able to sit down and have some cocktails with my friends. But, Scott, I've been gone a year. It's the same freaking bottle that I left here. I'll, I'll be damned if I'm going to drink. Oh, my God. I'll put this away before we go to commercial. <laughs> I know I offered Chris a water in the beginning of the show, and it was like it was like kryptonite to him. You know, it's like I already I'm, took a shower. I'm no, so I'm so you, happy for you, and, and I'll be honest. <laughs> you know, it, it's so nice that there's finally people watching the show. That's not true. I had, you know, there was my mom. It was lovely, by the way. She's I know. Nice. Does she live in town? No, she lives in so, Tempe, Arizona, and so, uh, you know, and I think that she's watching today. <laughs> Is she watching and today? I think I told her that uh, I was doing this, and she said, "Well, as long as there's a chance that Clint might be on, I'll watch." Oh, all right, then we'll just we'll just pretend that perhaps he will be. Speaking of which, how is your house husband? Is he okay? Is he, <laughs> he is doing so well. Is he still great. trying to follow that notion that he wants to sing for a living? I know. Come on. When is, he, when is he gonna get a freaking job? <laughs> you know, I, I'll be honest. I uh, I do know some people at Home Depot. Oh, and, oh. And no, let me tell you, Clint cannot change a light bulb. I'm telling you right now. His gifts are all in the singing and the performing and the writing and creating. But a ladder is a foreign thing to do. Yes. <laughs> well, I understand. No well, Home Depot. Yeah, in, in all sincerity, um, my girlfriend Lydia and I uh, had the uh, 
absolute pleasure of getting to see you and Clint do your thing at Bootlegger a couple weeks ago on Monday night. And uh, all jokes aside, every time I see you and Clint perform, I realize, I realize, God, if they can do that, I sure can. <laughs> no, um, no <laughs> um, you make me want to quit. Oh, you, you guys are stop. so great at what you do. And Clint was actually one of the very first shows I saw in Las Vegas when I was a very young child. And <laughs> this is Roast Clint Day. I'm talking. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, uh, we came here, you know, uh, prior to, I, I moved here seven years ago. Okay. And just prior to moving here, one of the shows I saw was when he was over at Harris. And, you know, I thought, man, if, if I could do something that's even close to uh, how cool that is. And it wasn't just how great of a singer and uh, how great of a band and what a great show. He just seemed like such a warm, giving person uh, that I thought, you know, if you could carve out a life doing what you mm -hmm. love to do as much as this guy loves to do what he loves to do. Mm -hmm. And he had his mom and the audience. And it was just like, oh, my God. I know, that, that's that, this of, was just the, the coolest thing in the world. I want to do that. That's and so part I went of back what brought and, you well, out here, right? I love Vegas so much. And I, I didn't have uh, dreams and aspirations of being an entertainer. I had dreams and aspirations of being a Vegas entertainer. Right, like and, the and Sinatras so, and, and the seeing people. You know, I love Don Rickles and Paul Anka and, you know, of course, Sammy Davis Jr. and Elvis are my heroes. But, you know, quite honestly, I think when I saw Clint, I thought, man, you know, that, that's, that's, that's truly something that not only is entertaining, but it moves you in a way that you, you leave the theater with substance. And I think a lot of the problem with so many shows these days is amazing visually and, and, and otherwise they are. Right. You don't like leave with any, shows Cirque shows are they're incredible. And they bring a lot of revenue to the city and that's about it. Um, <laughs> no, they're terrific. But what you're saying basically is you missed no, you, the in one. Clint, you left former. with a story and, 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 and substance and you, your, your heart was warm. Is this a left. proposal? I, 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 I have no microphone. See, Clint is in the audience. I, I just want to say hi to your mother. Hi. <laughs> hi, Mom. It's really, it's really great to have. He does smell good. Fascinating. So, hi, Mom. Oh, he does smell good. Oh. Speaking of smell, you know, I'll be, I didn't know they still made aqua velvet. <laughs> That's, you know, I respect a man who wears aftershave. They still make that shit. That's not true. No, I love Clint Holmes. My God. But in other words, and I'm putting words in your mouth, but I, I know this about you. You had a dream because of all the people you admire, and they're mostly in one performers, like the Sinatras, uh, the Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, and all these in one performers because they make a connection to the audience. And, and you came to some shows that, that moved you that way, and you said, I've got to get there. Yeah, uh, I do love performers that are all in one. And, and like with Clint, he has, uh, he, he's every race in one, incidentally, if I understand. <laughs> You're using up all the roast yeah. for when they roast you. <laughs> no, but you guys make such a wonderful couple. And when you guys do uh, any type of performing together, it's magic. And, Thank you. And maybe I, this isn't my place to say, but when are you guys going to do a show together? Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to see the Kelly and Clint show. Well, you know, we do perform together. Uh, you know, I'm a special guest in his show. And then, of course, he comes and supports me at all my gigs. And, but, but, you know, I, I don't think he wants to do the Steve and Edie thing, you know? No, I, I, or the I, Sonny and Cher. I don't blame him one bit. That, that really worked out well for me. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe that's what it is. Maybe we want to keep our relationship guy. alive. 
<laughs> it's, 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 a, it's better this way. You, you work a little together Absolutely. and then you, you support each other. Well, I say that, but now, you know, I'm proud to say that, um, I, you know, especially <laughs> when I had the show a year ago, Scott, before you guys fired me. That didn't really you, We happen, didn't fire right? you. You just didn't show up. <laughs> I do. I remember well, watching a show, and you had just come back the next week, and, you, and he said, you know, what happened last week? And you said, I just forgot to come there. What happened? Did that really happen? Like twice? Well, when there's something as forgettable <laughs> as my show, do you blame me? No, in all reality, uh, I've just never been so bored in my life doing this. Oh, that's so not true. No. No, at the time I just took on a, uh, I started hosting a game show. Yeah. Oh, that's um, right. And then we started performing on Monday nights as well. Yeah, and so I, I had a crazy day on Monday. I, I, the, the game show ended a, about five minutes before we'd started this. And then my night show started about an hour and a half after we would have taped this. And, you know, I'm somebody who likes to uh, work about three hours a week <laughs> and have been for 30 years. And so wow. that was about to kill me. And, and, you know, I, I do miss the money I made on this show. Oh, wait a minute. You got paid for doing oh, this show? You're not show? getting paid? Oh, oh but the just... benefits were good. <laughs> but wait, let me just say this to you. I know Scott's going to say something. You guys used to be really nice people. It's affection and love. All right. All right. Seriously, though, you, you often, you pick on yourself a lot. So you, you always say, oh, yeah, but, I, but then there's talent, which I don't have. Now, that's not true, because we've all seen you perform. You're a good singer. You're a good showman. And, and you got good moves, too. Is that part of your shtick? Or do you really feel that way? I like how she left way? out anything having to do with singing. Did you notice that? I said singing. I was first. You were listening. No, first, I, I no, said I, I will, I'll be Do honest. you really feel that I'll way? I'll tell you what I think I'm very good at, and that is... If you've ever been to Zoe Bowie, you know that it's not about me, and it's not about our band, it's about the people that come to see us. And I love people so much, and I love to make them feel good. Mm -hmm. And if, my, if I have a talent, it's that, it's that I have a genuine passion to make people feel as though they're not only accepted, but I want them to know that there is a place you can go where no matter what may have happened through the week, you can come see Zoe Bowie and get in the Zoe Bowie frame of mind, right. and hopefully leave feeling better than when you came in. And, exactly. uh, you know, whatever it is I may do during the course of a couple hours uh, it might be nonsense and fueled by some Crown Royal and whatnot. <laughs> but I love entertaining. I, I love singing and prancing around and, and acting like a tart. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, I, you know I surround myself with beautiful women and gaudy jewelry and I call it a day. Well, t tell me about that. Tell me about your, your, your persona. Your, you created this guy. I mean, <clears throat> I, I often think about it and I think, was he a band geek? guy in school? Were you a nutty professor? Were you a, like a, that kind of guy who felt nerdy and then you just invented a potion and then turned into this, this handsome, tan, sparkly guy with this haircut and, you know, these blue eyes? Do you probably have brown eyes and dark hair, don't you? Well, I used to be a fat black guy in high school. <laughs> You know, that's really funny. That's not true. Like, I went to high school. <laughs> so is it? <laughs> you all are laughing like, like you believe me. I, we do believe No, but I mean, uh, what, no, um, is, this, is this the way yeah, you envisioned it, the it, Vegas guy? Again, in all sincerity, since I was seven, eight years old, my idols were Elvis Presley, mm -hmm. Sammy Davis Jr. And um, what I liked most about them is 
the persona that they seemed to carry when they were in Las Vegas. Right. And I used to, um, from afar, see these lifestyles that they led. And so when I came here, I wasn't interested in just being a performer on stage. I was interested in being a performer 24-7, no matter where I went, no matter what I was doing. And, and so for me, the stage is just another two hours of my day where I get <laughs> to still be myself because it doesn't change uh, throughout the day. And as Lydia knows, you know, we can uh, be going hiking in Red Rock and everybody's out there with shorts and a headband and I look exactly the way I do right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> to oh, me, so you know, it's, it's about the character that comes with it. And, if, and I think that if you're going to be believable at what right. you do, you have to really live and believe who and what you are. And I think that's hopefully what is conveyed on stage is this guy who loves Las Vegas and loves entertaining. Well, and absolutely it is because everybody- Loves I mean, drinking. Yes, everybody loves drinking. Oh no, you love drinking. And I, last time I saw you, you were drinking like a Diet Coke. It was like you were- And you I were spilled all over to, your husband incidentally. Did you? Remember that? Did you? At, we were at the bootlegger and, but, and I thought, oh, Chris is turning over a new leaf. And then perhaps were you uncomfortable in that skin? No, it's because he's not taking so many drugs in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so the drinking stays. That's not true. I don't have a car. <laughs> are you, are you, did, milk that. did he write this stuff or is this just coming out right now? You're a crazy man. But everybody, I know there's already a show called Everybody Loves Chris. But they do. Everybody, oh. you have a great reputation in town. You came down seven years ago, right? Uh, we actually celebrated, this is amazing, I, I really can't believe this. Uh, last week we celebrated our seven year anniversary at Red Rock. They still put up with me and haven't fired me. Seven uh, years, that's uh, a long you gig. Know, and, you know, I'll actually show up at a gig where they pay you. <laughs> now, at the Red Rock, no more, we can't pick up, Scotty. <laughs> No, and so we, we uh, you know, it was the Fertitta family who right. owned Station Casinos. They saw us in Scottsdale, and we had a big thing going out there, and they, they invited us here, and I, and I literally said, you know, I, I don't want to just be a band in a casino. Mm -hmm. I said, and this is the true story, it's a, and I was so naive at the time, I had no idea who I was talking to or what I was saying. I said, I don't want to be the band in your casino. I want to be the face of your casino. Wow, you're good. And, and I said, and I told them no to the offer that they gave me. And Which is probably pretty darn a good. A couple weeks ago, a couple weeks ago, a couple weeks after <laughs> that, uh, they, they came back and they said, well, what do you want? And I threw this outrageous figure at them and all these things, and they said yes. Oh, that's great. And, and so for the first three years I was here, I was living like a king and thought, oh, this is the way everybody billboards, uh, lives here. Billboards, and, and then, everywhere. Uh, lo and behold, something happened, and one day I got a call and said, Chris, we love you guys to death, but we've gone bankrupt. Oh. And you're out of here unless you want to work on pennies on the dollar. So we then, for a couple months, left and went to the Monte Carlo. That's where I got to live out my true passion, my dream, where I got to do this 20-piece orchestra in the Lance Burton Theater and do this big vintage Vegas show. And, and you know, I'd still be doing it if it wasn't a flop. <laughs> well, because it's not easy. It's no, not I'm easy kidding. To it, it actually went well, but, you know, I think Clint can probably understand. You know, I was having to pay 27 people. It was a union room. And a guy by the name of Frank Caliendo, who was a comedian, came in and sure. bought the room out, ah. which you, you know, Clint, the days of being paid by a casino, a salary is unheard of, and we still are it's at Red Rock. Four walls. But see, uh, anybody can come in now with a couple million bucks and say, I want that room, and, and, they, and they don't even care what you do. They just, they just say, oh, they open the door, and then, and then they realize there's more to it than just throwing money at it. 
Um, but no, I, it actually went very well. They, they allowed us to come in for a couple weeks or a couple months and do our thing, and, and we're still able to do it here and there. But, uh, but that's what, where your passion is, is in the big it's, band it's, and it's the keeping, as I always say this that. term, and I love this term, but I came here to keep the, the mm, genuine maverick, maverick spirit, spirit of what this city yeah. is about alive. First, ding, 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 so, ding, ding. I've been waiting for him to say maverick spirit. I love, I love coming here in the 70s and 80s and, and seeing my heroes like Don Rickles and and these guys that went up there and just seemed to have the time of their life. But everybody got dressed up, and uh, there was a certain class and decorum in the showroom, and there was the maitre d's who used to grease their palm and go right to the front. And now it's like theaters, like a movie house where you're going with your popcorn, and you know, you're, you're, you're sitting there like this. And yeah. I don't know, but I just I, I know, like the old the Vegas. Same. And it's you know, it's guys like Clint who make this city what it's all about. And you yeah. know, bless his heart, he's you know. Yeah, go ahead. You can applaud. But you know something uh, also just happened last week that I can't even believe. But um, for the third time since we've been here, we won this thing called Best of Las Vegas. Yes. Uh, I still don't know what for. They don't give you. They don't say the best. Uh, show you know the funny thing. In, we were in this category show. that was called Best Tribute Show, and I was like, am Tribute? I, am I a tribute to myself? <laughs> Well, that's interesting. Tribute no, to the music. No, and so the, that included like legends and the Rat Pack is back and, and, and all this stuff. So whatever it was called, I, I'm so appreciative because that, that's an award that is voted on by the people of Las Vegas. And the show we do is based primarily or, or uh, performed primarily to locals. Right. And, and we love the city and we love the people that make, you know, we, we figured out what the maverick spirit of Las Vegas is. Yeah. It's the people that live here. Yeah, that's right. And that's right. You know, I'm, I'm so proud to be a Las Vegan. And, well, and so now to be so honored uh, to be roasted by the entertainers that make up this uh, great community of entertainment, you know, it, it kind of is a throwback to those days that I love so much where there's that camaraderie amongst the right. people that uh, not only live here but work here and, and uh, to bring everybody together, not only up on stage but in the audience, I think is the coolest thing that can be done. And, and hands off to our next guest, who's uh, Andy Walmsley, yeah. who created this whole uh, idea and the that's, fact that they were, you know, they must have really been desperate for their first <laughs> guinea pig. Um, but no, I'm honored to be part of that. This is a big and and it's it, it's affectionate, and I'm sure you are going to be. There's going to be smoke coming from your tan skin. That <laughs> that's for sure. So we're going to talk more about the roast when we come back with our our next guest, who is a a world-renowned set designer and now producer and bringing the entertainers together here in Las Vegas. Andy Wamsley coming right up after this on Talk Tales. This is David Ivey from Pub Crawl. It's funny because, is David? You should, you should, no, you should just leave it on. Hi, I'm David Ivey from Pub Crawl and you're watching the Vegas Video Network. And scene. Welcome back to Talk Tales. Uh, my name is Kelly Clinton hyphen Holmes, and we are joined by two very uh, significant people in this town. We were just talking to former host of this show from Zoe Bowie, Chris Phillips, and we're now joined by set designer, producer. He's just changing this town, Mr. Andy <laughs> Wamsley. <laughs> Andy. We've got we've got tanned and untanned. <laughs> it's before and after. Before, yeah, exactly. So I've got two things I want to do yes. straight from the beginning. Just do it. First of all, did you know I designed your set? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I really is right, that Scott? true? Yeah, I really oh, did. Is that true? It's you not really necessarily did? my best work. And as you. <laughs> 
Well, as you can tell, they had the same budget for the set designers they did for the host. Oh. <laughs> but the man who, who designed the set for American Idol and X Factor... Did your set? Did our set. And my second thing, what is the premise of the show? Isn't it <laughs> drinking and talking? Yes. I never took I a drink. I seem to have an well, empty we hand. A, we don't have a drink for Andy. How could we? Like, okay, what are you drink drinking? Drink me? No. What are you drinking, friend? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, well, where are the glasses? Glass let's, let's give him a Why don't we do shots? That's what we should do. Well, you can Actually, use no, my one like that, that I'm certainly not going to use. There <laughs> you go. All right, okay, night. I'm good now. Okay, go on. All right, we'll get you a glass. I'm we'll working get on this. There. We'll get you going. Um, do you need ice? Do we have ice? Okay, anyway. Where's Ice Boy? Ice Boy. But let's, while we're getting the drinks together, let's talk about the upcoming roast. I'm going to give up on that. It is at the Stratosphere. You see what my Hotel. priority is? I'm know, completely like, ignoring I'm you. Completely but now I'm listening. Lost Sorry. I've lost control of Andy's attention. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Right. All right. I do? Oh, what's okay. that? Is now that we got to dump that out. No, I'll just have There we go. This is Honey Jack. This is what makes all of our guests tell us everything, all the way back Love to it. their childhood. Memories or <laughs> released things you've forgotten and had counseling to get rid of. Tell us, Andy, so, about the roast. The roast. Well, I'm going to be really serious, which is going to be so boring after he was so funny. <laughs> but um, it's kind of a long story, but I promise I'll keep it short. So I, just like him, I love the whole Vegas tradition. What's that term he uses? The maverick spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was talking to Clint earlier about in the old days, like 70s, late 70s, early 80s, there was eight shows in this town, believe it or not. And so, of course, the entertainers would all meet together after, usually at the Pepper Mill or other places around town, and it was a lot easier. Now, there's over 100 shows, and of course, you know, people, perhaps the Cirque people meet together after, and the cast of Jubilee maybe have a barbecue, but it's rare that we all get together. <laughs> They do. What, I've what been to. I've actually been to the Jubilee barbecue. So. Uh, what is he saying? No, but what I'm trying to say is that they. This is the serious part of the Hello. show. And you're. Our guest is speaking. Thank you. Um, so uh, what I'm trying to say is that we don't mingle together as a community. There's like little pockets of gangs, but we don't often get right. together. So about three years ago, I was working um, in a theater in New York, and I'm looking at the pin board backstage, and there was all these things like uh, softball games, all these gatherings for the Broadway community so they could all get together. So I thought, why don't we do that in Vegas? It's insane. Mm -hmm. We have all these shows, all these people. So I picked up the phone straight away, called Mark Savard, the hypnotist, who's a sure. good friend of mine. And then we rang uh, Catherine Hickland, the former soap star. Soap you know so Catherine. Oh, One Life to Live. Uh, and Jerry McCambridge, the mentalist. And basically, with all three of them, are you still awake? Sorry. I'm getting to the roast. I'm getting to the roast. Uh, so with all three of them, we decided to, to throw showbiz parties. This was like two, three years ago. And you came to a bunch yes. of them. Uh, and Clint did. And you... You were there at least in He body. won't remember. <laughs> no, he doesn't remember. Um, so anyway, Sterling Club, he did one day. Yeah, we did big ones, small ones. Luxor, we did a beach did one, a, a, a pool one one day. Um, so they worked well and people enjoyed them. But the problem was there was no like real reason to go. I mean, there was a reason to socialize and see your friends and make right. new friends. But there was no hook. So now fast forward to six weeks ago. And I'm watching late night infomercials for the um, Dean Martin Roast. Yes. You, you can buy this box set DVD. I have them, but oh, you go do? on. So, yes. I'm I'm, so I'm watching this and I'm thinking, <laughs> God, why don't we do that? Why is that not happening today in Vegas like it used to? Great. And it was this light bulb moment on the top of my head. So I made a list of names, the potential people we could roast. <laughs> and of course, he was... <laughs> could come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were all working. Oh! Um, <laughs> 
we're roasting already. <laughs> but there's this whole list, and of course, out of the whole list, he was on there. His name just kept jumping out of the page to me <laughs> for lots of reasons. First of all, he's like an easy target, obviously. He's a great sport. Uh, and as you said earlier, he's really loved. I mean, so many people in this town love him. Yes. And like, I knew it would be a great turnout and people would want to do it, want to be involved. So I had lunch with him and I just made a poster. I didn't tell him what it was going to be. And I just pulled out this poster and he just peed himself laughing. <laughs> literally, literally, literally. And he said, I'm in. Whatever you want, I'm in. Oh, so this that was, is right up your alley. Chris. And that was just you six weeks it. ago. And we're... Nine days away now, eight okay. days, whatever. Okay, so it was easy days. to get everyone to say yes, right? Can you give us some of the names? You want? Oh, I'll give you God, your here list. we go. Okay, so Mike Hammer, who has his own show at the Four Queens, is the host. He's the roast master. Then we have Robin Leach, uh, Lorena Perel from um, uh, Fantasy, Fancy. Johnny Katz, Gordy Brown, Frankie Shinter, Brian Thomas, some broad called Kelly Clinton. Love sure her, love uh, her. Murray love her work. Sawchuk, uh, BBR, Recycled Percussion, Clint, wow. uh, Dana Rosselli, George Wallace, and Vinnie Favorito. And we have an eight-piece band, uh, showgirls, and some surprises. That I can't, oh, surprises. I can't tell you about. So are all of those names roasting? Are yes. they all yeah. roasters? Yeah. How are you going to do that without it being like four hours? I timed it yesterday, and including applause and laughter and people messing around, it's literally 80 minutes. 80 minutes. Now I've said it in public, so let's let's get the stopwatch going on the night. But it should be 80, maybe 90 minutes. Are you going to do the thing like they do in a comedy club and, and flash the light or in their eyes? Or a big hook, maybe. Just a giant <laughs> Not hook. so subtle. But it should be 80, 90 minutes. Are there any rules in the roast? Hmm. Any rules? Uh, just don't go on for hours. I mean, like, like we just said, it's got to be three or four minutes and then on to the next one. Otherwise, we'll all be there all night. Which Language? Oh, no, please. Go Swear, for oh, it. Oh, yeah. Go for it. It'll be Scott's dream come true. I will, cur I will curse like a sailor for you, Scott. I will. So I'm so excited to do it, but I also feel like kind of Catholic guilt, you know, where I don't want to hurt the little guy. <laughs> Trust me, you're, it's going to take a lot to penetrate three layers of mist on tan, I can promise you. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so I know there's going to be a lot of tanning and a lot of, mm -hmm. of, of hair and teeth jokes. And so I kind of have something planned for you that's a little different. And then there's going to be BBR as a singing group. Yeah. So I assume they'll be singing. Yeah, absolutely. Is that a secret or anything? Uh, like no, that? they're going to sing their roast. And I don't think it's a secret either to, to reveal that Clint is also going to yes. sing his roast. How wonderful so that is that? That interesting, yeah. Okay, so your dream is to... Be <laughs> I don't, I know. I don't think mom can come to this roast. Oh, we should show the chair. Do you have the chair? Oh, do you have a we picture do? of the yeah. of the chair? The, the throne of doom. Let's show it right here oh, on the go. cocktail oh. set. There it is. So oh. that's the throne oh, that's of awesome. doom. The Chris. I love that. Chris. All right. So how how do people? Uh, do you have to have a special invite to go to the show? Oh God, this part is a complete nightmare for me. Uh oh. Um, well, there's 450 seats in the room, so I've got a bunch of friends coming. Obviously, Chris has a lot of friends coming. Um, all the roasters have their own friends coming. That's um, just my ex-girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so about. Oh boy. Uh, so, so there's about. 200 seats left and I know That's people it. say this when they come on things like this but this really is true and those 200 are literally first come first serve and they're going to be at the stratosphere box office but not until 10 p.m. 
on the... Uh, so people can't pre-buy their tickets no, now, those 200? No. <gasps> so you've basically oh. got to show up at 10 p.m., get in line, oh and boy. the first 200, they're all free, but the first 200, that's it. Done. This is, this is kind of scary Unfortunately. because people, I mean, that's a big marketing thing right there because like you did with, with the frittitas, right, where you say, oh, no, I can't do it for that, and then they come back, well, what, what will you do it for? Everyone's going to want to come to the show already because of who you're roasting. But it sounds like a gimmick, roasting. but that really is true. I they, mean, there's just 200 seats. Yeah, I know. It's going to be crazy. It's my biggest nightmare is that I'm in the lobby. He's on stage having a laugh. I'm in the lobby <laughs> arguing with 400 people, but... <laughs> I guess that's a good problem to have. Oh, no, you got to be in the room. So oh, I, I will some, be, yeah. you got to hire some There may be a small riot going on in the, in the lobby, maybe. <laughs> it sounds so exciting. Yeah, I know. I and did wait. you say George Wallace on uh, there? Yeah, because George. So the sh it's going to start at a red carpet, you said. 10 o'clock. So the tickets are released at 10 o'clock, red carpet at 10 o'clock. And there's like right. a pre-show party, because that was all part of the thing as well. It's not just a roast. It's a showbiz party. Like I was saying earlier, right. it's an excuse for us all to mingle and, and chat and get to mingle know each other. And uh, so that's at 10, and then the show, 11, 11.15, that kind of time. We're just going to feel it out. Okay. You know, we don't want to start too late, but we don't want to rush people to sit down if they're right. enjoying speaking with each okay. other. Okay. All right, I have a, another question for Chris, because I forgot to say, in your show at Red Rock, or yes. any show that you do, you are surrounded by beautiful women. Before you had a partner in crime up there, now you have uh, beautiful Lydia Ansel from Bella... Electric streams, well, right? Well, uh, as Scott and the gang around here may recall, um, back when I was the host of the show, I was going through an interesting time. I think where the whole I town knows you were going through an interesting time. <laughs> so. Where I, I had numerous uh, gal pals. Auditioning <laughs> to be your next girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, partner. No, that, that, that's, we, it was a good year, but... <laughs> But then I went to uh, a very good friend of mine's birthday party, a friend of yours named Gordy Brown. Ah, Gordy. I went to his birthday party, uh, and I was with a date. But lo and behold, across the dance floor, I saw this beautiful young lady who just seemed like she had the most opti optimistic, bright spirit. And I said, I'll be right back. Oh. I approached her, and I said, my name is Chris. And uh, I met this girl named Lydia. Uh, and she said, well, I play electric violin. And she's part of this uh, quartet called uh, Bella Electric Strings. And they're a very talented uh, group of young ladies that uh, do all kinds of things all over the world. And she said, I, I play violin. I said, well, you know what? I've got this show. Why don't you come and play violin with me later? I got a show later tonight. And she said, I would love to. Wow. But I was kind of just kidding because, you know, there's really nothing more that says a hip hop show than a violin. <laughs> But she, in, in, incidentally, she showed up, she brought her violin, she got on stage with us and was completely fearless. Oh, she played. She is, she's a um, formidable woman. We then talked, and I, and I absolutely... Text yeah. the mail. Thank you. Uh, I, it was love at first sight, and I, I've been with her every single night since then. That was 10 months ago. She moved in six months ago. I've never been happier. She is a full-time member of the Zoe Bowie Band. And the only thing that's more aggravating than the fact that I have to be back here with Scott today is that, <laughs> is that now she's become considerably more popular than I'll ever be. She's pretty darn popular. She really is. You know, she's an amazing, powerful woman. You just go on her freaking Facebook. I'll post something I think is very significant. I'll get two likes. She'll put a, a silly <laughs> picture of her going to the market, and she'll get 120 well, likes. 
Well, listen. Like, because Facebook is, see, I didn't even know what Facebook was when we were here a year ago. <laughs> now I live for Facebook. Oh, I know. No, but, but no, she's, she's like, the love of my life. I love her to death. She's, she's she means everything to me and my show. And she will, of course, be there in the band on the, at the roast. She'll and be you can find her every week at Red Rock on Fridays. Okay, so I, I, first of all. And you know what's really cool? Is we're hoping that she is going to do really well on her SATs. <laughs> <laughs> because in case the violin thing doesn't work do out, we want her to get a good yeah. job. Are you saying all these things so you won't so it be can't hurt be that done night? Next week, yes. Yeah. You're using up everybody's material now. <laughs> anyway, you went to the party with another girl stuck in my head. What are you, starring in Mad Men? <laughs> well, you know, the funny thing is. I'm is, glad you did. Is weeks following, um, I had to somehow. Um, introduce her to the 11 girls that I was dating at the time, one by one. And, and this is not oh a joke, Lord. and I had to say, well, I've met somebody that I'm, I, I, I love now. Right. And this is the end of us, for whoever that may have been. And so Lydia was so patient. I know, this is like she was so patient for so many weeks of, of dealing with such an idiot scoundrel that I was. <laughs> but she's turned my life around now completely. And uh, you know things are going better scoundrel. than ever, because and I, and I owe it to her. That's all sweet. Sweet love is in the air. Before, I just want to say one more name. Uh, uh, Nieve. Yes. Andre, um, right? Six months ago, um, my singing partner, Marley, who I've been performing with for 12 years, decided to go back to Arizona. Uh, and she kind of had it with Vegas, and I don't blame her. When you but, say performing with. <laughs> oh, you mean on the stage, sorry. Uh, Trouble? No, no they were that was one of the reasons we broke up. Um, oh. <laughs> No, but uh, now I auditioned several girls, and I've got three lovely young ladies. Uh, one is Christina Shaw, uh -huh. a girl named Christina Amato, and then, uh, as you point out, a girl named Nieve Melandra, yes. and they all are amazing, young, beautiful ladies who are part of my show. And, uh, they're all so you know, gorgeous. Oh, and they're beautiful, and they're, 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 they're actually talented and amazing. And, you know. I know, I, I often wanted to, you know, maybe someday be a part of, you know, when the Sterling Club closed, I thought, mm -hmm. maybe I'll get to be a part of Zoe Bowie. But apparently, your x-rays have to be good. And, <laughs> um, and also, you have to wear those short, short dresses. Because I remember coming to the show, and I thought, is this Chris Phillips' show, or is this the vagina monologue? <laughs> hey, on that note, I'm getting ready for the roast. I want to thank our guest, Chris Phillips. Uh, and Andy Wamsley. And congratulations yes. for Thank taking you. us to a whole new level. Thank you so much. And, and you know, I, I love you to guess that. I love you, Scott. April 23rd, yep. uh, red carpet starts at 10. Good luck getting at the stratosphere, roasting. Uh, our, we love you, and we're going to show you how much we truly love you <laughs> on April 23rd. Thank you on behalf of Scott Whitney and Kenny Davidson and Jacob Cannon. We will be back next week. I'm going to go home and write. And I'm going to go tan right now. So let me do it right now. <laughs> Here, you can have this. Take us out, Kenny. Take us out, baby. That's the hairspray. This is the tanner. Don't that's mix awesome. them up. Oh my God, that's so cool. What is this? I want some of that. It's hairspray. Put that on your head. Oh yeah. Spray up. How about we tan your head? I know. Yeah. Put a, put a circle yeah. around it. Do you want to do it? Let me get it on your clothes. Oh, oh there we go. Nice. <laughs> That's so nice. There's a tan spot right there. That's awesome. That was fun. That's funny. Yay. That's funny. I sprayed my face with that.